and welcome back to Rantomeisters, a show which, if it was a day of the week, would probably be a slightly drizzly Tuesday. <laughs> if you joined us uh, on the last episode, you will know that we are halfway through our State of the Rantiverse address, uh, addressing the, the top 50 topics that people are annoyed by in the UK. I really should play this again. But it's obviously a, a, a USA politics-related thing. But that's enough of that. I'm not going to play any more of that. Although I do like the dun dun. That has been, that is quite good fun. Maybe just because oh yeah, state of the, state of the Rantiverse address. <laughs> that won't get old. It's just amusing me. Anyway, so on the last episode we looked at. I say I'm we again. I, I'm still getting used to. I'm sorry. I will get used to it. I promise. I've looked at the beginning of the top fifty list of topics that annoy people in the UK and there was some there were some interesting topics anything from running out of phone battery being overworked yeah, huge, I mean, being overworked is a huge one but little ones that annoyed me that were on the list like having a runny nose and not having an umbrella I didn't understand why why that was such a big a big thing but the big one was people who don't hold doors open I mean really but I've kept you in suspense long enough we're going to do the top 25 and obviously we'll then find out what number one is. The number one top thing that British people complain about and find annoying. Mm. So, thank you for your feedback for the last episode. It was it was good fun to, uh, to record. And uh, even though it was Valentine's Day when it came out, I thought, I'm not going to do another Valentine's special. We're going to do this instead and have a bit of a laugh with it. So... We start the top 25. 25 is being hungry. Now, being hungry can be irritating. But there are some people, and me included in this, I will admit, who not only get hungry, but they get hangry. And I am guilty of it. And my wife always reminds me that I get hangry. Particularly when we're out for, for a meal somewhere. And I feel like they're... It, the food's taking too long to get to our table. I will act, she says, I act like a meerkat. So I poke my head up and look. Every time someone appears with a tray of food, thinking, oh, is that our food? Is that our food? Maybe. It's coming near us. Oh, no, it's not. And uh, she mocks me mercilessly for it. Um, so I appreciate feeling hungry is is quite annoying, a bit why people complain about. But then my moral hat on me says there are always going to be hungry people in the world so the fact that we feeling hungry when of like me got bellies the size of berlin we should be grateful that we've got any sort of food that's it moral standpoint over i'm not going to go on that high road again i'm going to get silly i think i need to be silly and this is the best place to be silly in my opinion uh number 24 never being able to get a doctor's appointment See, again, we said about this last time with people running late. Doctor's appointments, unless you're, you've actually got you know, a harpoon sticking out your forehead, uh, you're unlikely to get in on the same day. If it's an emergency appointment, I know my doctor's surgery do this, that if you phone up and they will call you back, they'll tell you if you're sick enough, and then they might help you over the phone or get you to come in or refer to hospital or whatever. That seems a sensible way of doing it in general, but the fact that they can come in for an emergency appointment 
but you can't come in to see your doctor. That's the bit that is confusing. And one of the things was the, the state of the NHS and AHS funding, and we, we will be doing something on that. Uh, and hopefully I'll have a guest on to talk about that as well, because that's a major talking point for a lot of you who have tweeted and messaged in that it's something that winds you up. It's, yeah, it's definitely a key topic. But phoning up a doctor's receptionist who aren't the most empathetic of people at the best of times. Usually in a surgery, there's one receptionist out of about eight or nine that uh, actually understand where you're coming from as a patient. But to be told, oh yeah, well, we can see you in three weeks or something like that. I mean, you might not be ill in three weeks. You could be dead in three weeks. Who knows? Oh, that's morbid. Sorry, I didn't mean to be quite so morbid then. But it's, it is the point that you know, it would be nice if a doctor can see you that day, regardless of whether it is an emergency and, you know, you've got a carnivorous earwig in your bum or, you know, anything like that. That's just my opinion. That's my opinion. 23. 23 is new shoes that give you blisters. Again, what what age are you where you realise that new shoes are, are, are will hurt? You know, people you see... This is this is for young people, and I think this is again. I'm not meaning to sound sexist, but I think this is for for women as well. That they go out in new shoes, and then they are riddled with blisters and corns and bunions because they've got these shoes that look like you're staggering around. They don't look. You may as well be on stilts. Some of the shoes I've seen some women wear, and yeah, there you, you you're just covered in these. And it's bliss. I mean, it's going to happen. And yet they end up walking at home without any shoes anyway, without for a you know, trip out or whatever. Just just stick to your comfy stuff. You want to look nice. You still look nice in normal shoes. Oh, that's the old guy. That's the dull man in me. I've reached an age now. I'm nearly 37 years old. And I've reached a stage where I believe I am getting dull. Duller. I think if I was a colour, I'd be beige. Back in my 20s, I'll be a vibrant sort of bright colour, beige, definitely beige, magnolia, that sort of colour. That's where I think I'm where I am in life now. 22, having no phone signal. I understand why this could be annoying, particularly for the technological. But again, part of me, again, I've reached the age. I'm sometimes, if I'm away with the family, say, on a break, on a holiday, and I have no phone signal, that's brilliant. It means work can't contact me. It means unless I have Wi-Fi somewhere, no one can email me. People can contact me if necessary. But it's a total break away from away from it. And you see these things about families that go away and teenagers on screen time and it's glued to tablets and phones and whatever. I mean, I'm guilty of it as well. It happens. But when you when they put the tablets away and they join into activities... You end up having a better week. You end up bonding. Remember that? Bonding. Doing stuff like going for walks. Doing stuff like playing ball games. Wow, I thought I was going to come out of the Dial Man's Club. Hmm, maybe not. Maybe I should apply for my own personal badge. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 21. Brexit and politics. Oh. Do I want to get involved in this? See, now James is not here. I do have a, a bit more of a freedom to talk about politics. Um... Brexit was ridiculous. In fact, it's still not really ever been finalised. I do know that I had to apply for a new driving licence, sir. 
this month. And it's come through, and I re- I was looking and thinking, well, what's the difference between the two? Why, why have I got a new one? And then I realised that the EU logo had been removed. I'm just called UK. I thought, I mean, it had to be renewed anyway, but I, uh, it's just petty. All really, really petty. But that's politics. And this is someone who's got a degree in politics. There you go. Fascinating fact you didn't know about me. I still don't know why I did that. It annoys me that I did that degree. If I did it again, I would do something else. Absolutely something else. Number 20. This is something that has come up in Rantomices before. And it's supermarket self-service tills. I don't know anyone who likes these at all. And we've had stories of not being able to weigh stuff and people just putting really expensive stuff through as carrots and stealing great greetings cards because they don't weigh anything um and obviously recently the my story about trying to help someone reach a top button on the on the uh on the tills as well because they couldn't reach they're just bad news but the, the worst the one the bit that winds me up man, is when they talk back to you particularly around christmas now there are some shops i know tesco used to do it poundland definitely do it that their self-service tills would start talking to you like Father Christmas. Like, ho, 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 did you remember any more presents? Ha, 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 ha. Fuck off. Just, just let me have my sausage roll, give me my receipt, and bugger off. I don't need all that shit. So I totally, totally get that. Totally get that. 19. <laughs> A door-to-door salespeople. Do you still get these these days? I mean, I don't see them around here very often. I knew, knew they always used to be a thing, selling double glazing and, and solar panels and various services at the front door, giggity. But it doesn't seem to be as prevalent as they once were. I did, we did have a few, in terms of people knocking on the door, we either get political, you know, canvases, or we get Jehovah's Witnesses, people like that. Uh, we put a sign up in the end, so we didn't want unsolicited callers, giggity. And door-to-door salespeople, I mean, what's the worst thing you could sell door-to-door? There's a Bill Bailey joke somewhere that's the worst thing to sell door-to-door are doors. Because you can knock on a door and be like, oh, you've got one. <laughs> but you got to remember with door-to-door salespeople, just, just be kind. They're trying to make a living. Just say, no, thank you. And if they get pushy with you, then you can report them. So that's the best bit about life at the moment. If you get pushed around by someone like that, you've got the power of social media, and you've got, everyone's got a camera in their pocket. Let's sort out the cowboys, man. Get that bald guy from BBC. What's his name? Dom Littlewood. He'll sort them out. Gloria Hunterford will fuck them up as well. Yeah. Uh, number 18. Oh, this is something we get to. So a lot of you have written to me saying about this particular topic um, annoys you. Number 18 is receiving a We Missed You card from a parcel courier. Now, I have a lot of rants to make about parcel couriers because they do half a job. Now, there is one of the main companies that do parcel delivery. It's not Amazon. People know, again, go back and listen to when James and I started the A to Z in A episode, Amazon. I had a lot to say. I thought like everyone during lockdown couriers did a bit of a 
thankless task. They were going around in the open, delivering these things to people. But we had people who had obviously either been furloughed or whatever, who were out of work, who took jobs as local couriers. And we had some during that time that were brilliant. They were considerate, they were kind, they followed instructions. And that is what annoys me more than anything. It's when you get people just chuck them at your door, don't knock on the door and just walk off, but send you an email saying it's been delivered. Clearly it hasn't. Particularly when they leave important stuff out in the rain. And then getting the cards. You don't even get the card anymore. You get the card to say... They still have the cards. Because they will put a We Missed You card to say they've left it in your bin or left it under a hedge or left it at the wrong house or whatever. And then they try and take photos of where they've left them. So it's all done on email. So even when you get the email saying, we tried to deliver your parcel, uh, but you weren't in, so we have not left it. We've taken it back to the office. Even though I've strictly said, I've got a place where you can leave it. It's a safe place. Nah. We will come back to parcel couriers on a future episode. One of you beautiful people out there, in fact, there's two of you now, has a lot to say about them. <laughs> okay. 17. Spam emails. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, spam emails are annoying at the best of times. And they're usually ridiculous things. It, but even then, apps sort of send you spam notifications now as well for things that you never, ever buy. I had a, a pop-up on my phone come up from Amazon saying, we thought you'd be interested in buying some new shrink wrap. I've never even looked at bloody shrink wrap on Amazon. Why would I want to buy that? Why, why are you hard selling me shrink wrap? What am I going to wrap up anyway? Am I going to be like the guy from the Full Monty trying to wrap my stomach up? That's what it's going to be. That's what I think anyway. But the, the spam emails are incredible, especially when if you do order something online and without knowing you've signed up to a newsletter or something. And the newsletters come in and they're just hard sell all the time. But the thing is, at the bottom, obviously somewhere hidden there is a button that says unsubscribe. And you do that, and it says you have successfully unsubscribed, which is absolutely fine. But they send you an email to say, you have unsubscribed from our newsletter. Then they send you another email. If you wish to resubscribe to our newsletter, please do this. No. Fuck off. Unsubscribe means unsubscribe, bitch. Mm, yeah. There you go. Irritating me. 16. Where are we? 16. People who walk along staring at their phones. 100%. This is to you, younger generation, as well, looking at your phones. I remember this all came out in the news when Pokemon Go was the thing. And people were looking at their looking over crossings. Some people walking into rivers and across rail lines. How moronic have you got to be? It is not worth that precious, shiny Jigglypuff to be potentially killed by a train priorities people there were roads would you be knocked down by a car but you'd rather sort of send a tweet saying lol to someone i think i know which one i choose and then those people have the audacity when they step out in the middle of the road whilst looking at their phone if i'm driving i'm honking my horn like a horny bitch yeah giggity then they have a go at me i said well if you actually look to me now i have a bright red car they can't say they didn't see me. I hate people like that. 
I hate people like that. Right, the next one uh, is a is a is a really big one, really big one. Fifteen. Sorry if you're clicking in the background, but I'm switching between these lists that I've uh, I've got. So sixteen is sixteen. Fifteen. I'm at fifteen numbers. Mm. Fifteen is the behaviour of teenagers and children. Oh my god. So, this is what I'm determined that my son, who is six, will not turn out like the generation above him. Because kids at the moment, they are dickheads. Now, some obviously are fine, they're good stand up kids. The majority of them are taught like this, yeah, bruv, and they're vaping at 12 and all on their phone. And the girls at 11 and 12 have enough slap on them to start their own makeup chain. Uh, it's appalling in my view Darman's Club Woo. Yeah, I, I hate it I don't know why kids are like that we have kids running around our sort of where we live who are kicking windows and kicking doors at four in the morning what the fuck are they up at four in the morning they've gone around on bikes shooting like uh, BB guns at people's windows because they think it's funny or they want likes on TikTok or things like that, and it, 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 I just find it abhorrent. And it's more that there are parents out there, and I, I'm not saying I know that some parents are wet blankets. I know some wet parents do not care about their kids, and quite frankly, they are the worst kind of people. But to raise your kids to that extent, that they go around vandalising, just being in your face and rude and obnoxious. Shame on you, parents. For letting your kids get away with that. My boy's not going to be like that. Guarantee. 14. A lack of car parking spaces. Uh, yeah, okay. A lack of car parking spaces. Now, I don't know if some people know how towns work. Uh, but usually, there is more than one car park. And in bigger cities, there's something known as the park and ride. Now, pardon me if I'm sounding a bit arrogant in my tone. But, uh, it, yeah, it can be annoying if you're going around a car park and can't find a space. But don't be one of those people that if you see someone walk back to their car, you then sit there and you block the whole car park, indicating left because you think they're going in a minute. Because you know full well that nine times out of ten, they're not. They're going to put something in there, or they put a ticket in the car, and walking off again. And you've just wasted 10 minutes sat there, blocking the rest of the car park, just because you think some mate is going to leave. Don't do it. People do it in the parent and child space as well, in, um, in supermarkets and stuff. There are other spaces. You don't have to block that bit. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then 13 is public transport being late. Again, it's, it's going to happen. Because there's just not enough people doing these jobs. It's not enough people becoming bus drivers, train drivers, whatever. And then... It's just... The fact that the system is so almost outdated. Everyone needs funding. And there's just not... You know, people are charging so much for fuel and power and you know electric to some of these vehicles. Some of the buses that are electric... Yeah, they've got to charge the lights. It all costs money, and there's just not enough money to go around. So they're going to be late. 
or they're going to be cancelled altogether. There's enough strikes going on at the moment. 12 is on a related note to 13. 12 is lateness. So I, I do get annoyed with lateness. I get very anxious if we're going out and I have to be there at a cer certain time. And it goes back to one in the previous episode that uh, the fact that dentists or doctors are, are, are late but you have to ride there early. And I mean, it's the same with, uh, with airports. You, know, you have to arrive at airports, what, two, three hours early before check-in? And I've been there to do that, yeah, three, even four hours before check-in. And then my flight got cancelled. So I've just wasted the best part of two days trying to wait for another flight. Lateness bugs me, but it always seems to be when I need to go somewhere, other people are making me late. And that's quite annoying, but... She's upstairs, so I can't really say too much about it at the moment. <laughs> 11. Noisy neighbours. Oh, yeah. So, I live in a mid-terraced house. The walls are quite thin. I mean, one neighbour to one side, he does have very powerful sneezes. And I can hear those. And the other side like to shout at their dog. Which annoys me. They have also have their TV on so loud... I was once woken up at two o'clock in the morning to the Dad's Army theme tune. In very early Randomisters, we had Scottish Danny on as a guest, and he said about his noisy neighbours, but his walls are paper thin. And I mean, you don't really want that at all. I remember staying at our hotel once as well, and there was a couple in the room next to us really enjoying each other's company, if you know what I mean. So we're in the top ten now. Number 10 was something I covered on the very, very first episode of Randomizers, and that was being too hot. I hate being too hot. As people know, I'm a large gentleman, portly, I would consider myself, rotund, festively plump, and I do tend to sweat. Not been so bad, I don't think, in recent times, but I do find myself getting very hot very easily. I'd much rather be too cold than too hot. It's just uncomfortable. It makes you uncomfortable. It makes you feel soggy. It makes you smell. It's it's just not a nice feeling. So I know everyone moans every summer, especially in this country, when the newspaper comes out and the and the weather reports come out saying it's forty degrees, thirty eight degrees. Uh, you know, <laughs> I like it when the newspapers say, "Oh well, today." Chelmsford is the same temperature as Marrakesh. It's always something random like that. Everyone hates being hot, but then as soon as it gets cold or wet, it's too cold, it's too wet. That's beautiful of British people, which ties into number nine, which is the British weather. British weather is mad. It's mad. We moan about it. We will moan if it's too hot. We will moan if it's too cold. We will moan if it's raining. We will moan if it's windy. We will moan if it's snowing. But it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to stick to any plan anymore. It used to be that we'd have set sort of winter, autumn, spring and summer. I've said those in totally the wrong order, but never mind. <laughs> you know what I mean. You're aware of seasons, people. I hope you're aware of seasons. <laughs> but what I mean is I'm sure it's global warming. And things like that and yes it's real i don't want anyone conspiracy theories i'm looking at james here i'm looking at pig's bladders i don't want anyone saying anything about global warming conspiracy theories 
and you, Dan Griffin. I know you're going to be in on it. You just are. But it seems like my birthday is the end of March. And last year, 2023, we went out for the day on my birthday and it snowed. It snowed right at the end of March. That's not right. And there used to be, correct me if I'm wrong, but it used to be a thing of the, the midday sun. Well, when it's been hottest, when it's been sort of high 30s and 40 degrees, it's usually at the hottest about three or four in the afternoon. Something's going on. Something's going on. Okay, where are we up to? We're up to number eight. Yeah, we're doing all right. Number eight. Litter and fly tipping. Yeah. Yeah, this would definitely annoy me. Litter and fly tipping. Particularly when I'm in the car. I, I don't like it anyway, because it, it's, it's horrible. And, you know, you have to... At the end of the day, as taxpayers, we're paying for someone to go and clear up someone else's mess. So how is that fair? When you when I'm driving along and I've got a car in front of me and I see them chuck a cup or uh, I've seen bags of chips thrown out of windows before, things like that, that bugs me. Well, why? How lazy have you got to be to think that's a good idea? Or people that try and put things in bins miss, but then they're going to pick them up and put them back. They think, oh, well, someone will pick it up. Some poor mate with a high-vis coat and a... A litter picker will get it. Why should I have to do it? I'm too cool for that. No, don't like it. Uh, right, number seven. Wi-Fi not connecting. Oh, here we go again. Here we go again. So Wi-Fi is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Pretty much accessible in most places. Most shops have Wi-Fi. Most offices. Majority of homes. I would say I'm on Wi-Fi more than I'm on mobile data. I'm on Wi-Fi now, at my home, talking to you now. But Wi-Fi not connecting is not the end of the world. I can see why, again, this is this you younger generation, you pesky little miscreants, that want your tablets, want your streaming. There is life, there's more to life than internet. My God, what has happened to me? What has happened to me? The Dull Man's Club. Who wants to join the Dull Man's Club? Who's in? Let's have a roll call at the end of this episode. Let me know. Tweet me, at Rantomizers. Tweet my page as well, at Largely Speaking. I want to know who wants to join the Dull Man's Club. Who's already in the Dull Man's Club? I'm sure there are people. <laughs> it's more to life than Wi-Fi. Read a book, you heathens. Number six, sitting in traffic. Sitting in traffic is only annoying if you need a piss. Or if you haven't got any food. If it's that bad traffic, you turn your engine off, save your petrol. If you're low on petrol, turn your engine off. I've been in traffic jams for three, four, five hours when, when there's been accidents ahead or something has, something, you know, something has happened. If anything, I like to have a break from the world. <laughs> it means I've, I could just sit there and do nothing. And uh, it is bad if you need a wee. Easier for us guys, obviously. But, you know, if you're, if you're a girl, you need to find a suitable ditch and a funnel and uh, just hope for the best so sitting in traffic is annoying but at least if you know why you're sitting in traffic it sort of eases the pain a bit but again that's my opinion number five i think this will touch a chord for some people number five is waiting in for a delivery that doesn't turn up oh my god 
particularly when they give you the all-day appointments. I like it now that some, yeah, all right, you have to pay extra, but if you pay, if you pay extra, like a delivery on a Saturday, now we, I've had this before with with a, with a company, you pay extra for a delivery on a, on a weekend, say 10 pound extra, and it's set for between, well, usually they give you something like between eight and eight, but then you pay extra, and you say, oh, well, between nine and 12, that's okay. It's okay, I can cope with three hours. But I don't expect it to turn up at half past 12. Or, the thing is, if it is expected after that time, phone me and tell me. Don't do as one company did where I paid extra for Saturday delivery in a three, four hour window. It didn't turn up. I phoned them and said, uh, yeah, no, we've cancelled it. Well, why have you cancelled it? Oh, we haven't got enough uh, drivers available. Okay, were you going to tell me that? Uh, well, we're going to tell you now. So I have to do the chasing. Why have I got to do the chasing to tell me you're not going to deliver my thing? So when are you going to come? Monday. What time? Between 8 and 8. That's not good. I work. I will not be at home. This is why I ordered it on Saturday. Oh, well, we, we will refund you the Saturday premium um, delivery charge. That That's still not helpful. I'm not going to be at home. I don't like it. I don't like being messed around for that sort of stuff. <clears throat> number four. <laughs> number four goes back to number ten. Number ten was being too hot. Number four is being too cold. Now, I don't mind being cold. It's being cold is fine because you can always put another layer on. You can get under a duvet. You can try and wrap up as best you can. Have a shower. Warm yourself up. It's only when the cold gets into your bones do you know what I mean by that real bone cold you're not just feeling a bit shivery you're so cold you can't even move that's the sort of cold that does annoy me because then if you're that sort of level of cold for too long you're going to get cold and be ill and I don't like being ill number three top three now this is the top three of the top 50 things UK people complain and rant about. Number three, this is the most British thing on the list. Number three is people pushing into queues, 100%. And I don't mean anything remotely bad by this, but the people who push into queues are usually non-British people because queuing is not a thing anywhere else. Queuing, everyone says queuing is a, is a British thing. People just walk up and mingle I'm not one for mingling. I don't like people at the best of times. I do like a good queue. But people pushing into queues. I've, I've been known to talk to people and, and even push them out of the queue. <laughs> say, there's a queue. And they get shitty with me. They say, oh, well, I know someone here. I say, well, good, so do I. But it doesn't stop me queuing up. Because my friend was here before me. No. If you're a, if you're a barger, you can fuck off. You can get in the bin. Number two, getting cold called or calls from unknown numbers. I'm getting this a lot more recently, but the, the, the beauty is that on mobiles and mobile networks these days, uh, for companies, they register for caller ID services. And certain smartphones have caller ID on them. So if someone phones you from any you know, insurance company or a bank, likelihood it will come up with their name on them. I also have a spam filter on my phone, so it will tell me possible spam detected. 
the issue is then is on sometimes when this doesn't come up I have been known to pick the phone up if it's an unknown number anonymous number and then the phone just goes dead or they leave me going hello 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 and then the phone goes dead what is the point what is the point the fact is they think oh well if you leave the call connected you're liable to get spammed or scammed or whatever but these phones now have the power to block these numbers so what what are they achieving by doing that and there are services you can, you can type numbers into certain websites that tell you people who are reviewing these numbers and thinking no don't trust this number it's a scam or 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 whatever i think they're really good services to have i'd get involved in those so it is incredibly annoying but i'm hoping it's going to be phased out and number one the top thing <clears throat> the top thing british people complained about on this list compiled by the independent is bad customer service now i don't feel i have to go into anything relate to this we've all had bad customer service experiences in our time i've worked in customer service and it's always been my ethos that i will treat people as though as how i would want to be treated and people who don't sort of roll in that same circle annoy me and i will tell them that and i will voice my opinion i'm not afraid to do that and that concludes the list. That concludes the state of the Rantiverse address. <laughs> that always is going to amuse me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the list uh, in its entirety. Uh, I'd be, again, like the last one, I'd be really interested to know if you agree, if you disagree, if there's any of the topics you want to rant about, please let me know. You can follow the show on Twitter at Rantmeisters. Same handle at, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter at Largely Speaking. And we'll be back with another episode. We will be back. We will be back. I will be back with another episode of Rantmeisters with your rants very soon. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you again. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh.